Hey, human animals. It's a Married with Channels podcast where we are a married couple talking about TV shows and movies. But this week, it's a couple TV shows and it's kind of the same format we did a couple weeks ago where it's Boba Fett and then Peacemaker. But why not? It's two shows we're into and a lot of people are digging. So why not? Also, it's all we've had time to watch again. (laughs) That is right. Yep. We begin with Book of Boba Fett. Wait, who are you? Oh, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. Right, yeah, we're the married couple. That's right. I just want to get down into it. I, I guess wanna... so. You you were like kind of ready to talk about this, huh? Well, I, I was actually going to defer to you because we're recording this a few days earlier than we normally do because you have thoughts and you want to get them out. I do, yeah. So let's, let's just go with your thoughts on Book of Boba Fett, Episode 6, uh, From the Desert Emerges a Stranger. Okay. Like that, right. I'll go first. I'm disappointed. Like, it's just another episode of Mandalorian and what happened to Grogu after the Mandalorian ended. And that's fine. And it's all fine. But I was really interested in Boba Fett and that storyline and his character. And it just seems like they totally did veer totally away from that. So. I was disappointed and basically this is just like a I feel like you fooled the audience like oh here's a cool new show about the book about the story of Boba Fett and what happened to him afterwards but really it's just like a Mandalorian reunion and a chance to like re-show off all of that stuff uh yeah no that's kind of how I feel I'm just it's like when I watched this episode, I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What What's the point of this fucking show? Like, <laughs> there's no, it's so all over the place. The, it started off good the first couple episodes. And then we get into the Mandalorian stuff. And now we're into Grogu and Luke Skywalker and training. And I can't remember the Jedi lady with the tentacles on her head, but Rosario Dawson's character. But it just, it's like, what, what the fuck's going on? This this is not about Grogu. It's a show about Boba Fett. I know. And I feel a little duped because I was really into that story. I want, I was fully invested in that character. They did Boba a lot. Fett? Yes. Yeah. They did a lot of work to, you know, get you into that. And then, you know, just to veer somewhere else, it's like, oh, but look at, look at these people over here. It's like, no, I want to go back to that story over there. I don't, I mean, unless it comes back to Boba Fett, like really satisfyingly in the final episode, which is next week uh-huh. or this coming Wednesday, whatever. I don't think this show will last. It's just, it's just, it's ill, it's unfocused and it doesn't know what it wants to do. It screams of either a couple things like they, we're making it, writing it as they go and didn't know the end game or that's foolish or the Disney suits got involved. It's like Mandalorian's a success. You got to put Mandalorian in there. They both have the same type of helmet things got to be in there, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I think there was a way to do that though, but this is like really heavy. It's just, it's, it's too much. It's, it's just Mandalorian and which don't get me wrong. I love but I wanted to see more of Boba's story. That's that's what I was enjoying for, yeah. you know, over half of it. 
So, yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because these episodes, for the most part, I mean, Robert Rodriguez directed a couple, but I think they've been, for the most part, written by either John Favreau or Dave Filoni, who are both, you know, responsible for The Mandalorian and its success. And they did mm-hmm. a good job. But sure. So it, it makes me, it leads me to believe that there's other forces at play here, like Mandalorian. This show is a victim of Mandalorian success. Sure. Absolutely. You know, because it feels like it's all wedged in there. I mean, shit, you couldn't. You couldn't put, maybe find a new cool character to that Boba Fett could recruit. Shit, yeah. you might have another spinoff if the sure. character's good enough. I mean, they've there's been a couple of characters from these shows that they talk about spinning off, and and they they are. Well, I think there's a way to integrate, you know, some of those characters, but for me, it was just too much, too much for multiple episodes now not just one episode and then they get back to the story and it has some sort of relevance it's like two episodes now that have just kind of been more of the mandalorian and i don't know i i was truly enjoying the other storyline with with boba and fennec shand and kind of all of that and and you 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 said if they have like one episode veering away from things okay and i agree but that one episode it had nothing to do with Boba Fett. It I know. was all about Mandalorian yeah. and him fighting the other Mandalorian and the armor. And that's basically it. Yep. And he gets a new ship. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with Boba Fett except for the last three minutes, two minutes. I'm probably being a little bit gracious and generous there. But it then, uh, so it's like, okay, this sucked. And yeah. then you come back and you do this one with... You know, you have the uh, Timothy Oliphant character and the the town shootout with the one baddie. Yeah, which looks straight out of a spaghetti western there. Yeah, yeah. like High Noon. Oh, totally. Quick draw, you which, know. Okay, that's cool. I just don't think, I think that maybe belongs more than the shit with the Mandalorian. Sure, it's setting up that there's somebody on the horizon that's pretty bad, you know. Yeah. Trying to, trying to stake claim here. And listen, I, you know, I had this conversation with, uh, you know, a couple friends of mine who I play video games with, one of which is a very big Star Wars fan. Sure. And his kind of, he's not defending it. He thinks the show's got its issues for sure, but he kind of defaults to, well, you got to read, you got to read the books or whatever. And it's like, no, I shouldn't have to read the books. <laughs> this should be self-contained, you know? I just felt like it was a bait and switch, like. You got me all invested in this character and his, he's the main character. And then you're like, but look at all these shiny little toys we have over here, you know? And it just, yeah. They're also trying to cram a lot into everything. Like it just screams of Disney saying, well, you got to put Mandalorian in there. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for the show. Put him in there. It's a hot show. People love it. Grogu, get Grogu in there. And made it even worse by the fact that. This episode, the cliffhanger, wasn't anything to do with Boba Fett. It was a cliffhanger involving fucking Grogu and Luke Skywalker. Here's the clip. I will give you a choice. This is a lightsaber. It belonged to my teacher, Master Yoda. And now, I'm offering it to you. 
but you may choose only one. If you choose the armor, you'll return to your friend, the Mandalorian. However, you will be giving into attachment to those that you love, and forsaking the way of the Jedi. But if you choose the lightsaber, you will be the first student in my academy, and I will train you to be a great Jedi. Yeah, which one are you going to choose, little guy? Who cares? Which It's not the Grogu show, it's the right. Boba Fett show. Well, and also, can I just say about some of that whole kind of, uh, I don't know, scene, those whole scenes with Grogu kind of training, like, it, he's cute. And I love him. I adore him. But like the scenes with him jumping from rock to rock, it just looks so cheesy mm. and poorly done that I just I was like, what? It just looks like a puppet on a string that you just rigged up. <laughs> what it, I, m- more? I'm seeing more people talking about the Luke Skywalker CGI. See, and that didn't bother me as much as as that jumping kind of scene. Did. I none of that bothered me. The only thing that bothered me with that that whole sequence was Luke's voice. His uh, voice was weird. Huh. It's like they took Mark Hamill did the lines and they through some software tried to take the old guy gravel out. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. It just sounded weird. It wasn't like super off-putting. That I'll put it this way, that's the least of my concerns. Sure. With this episode. I just, we spent way too much time with the fucking Grogu <laughs> and Luke Skywalker on a show about Boba Fett. It's like, hey, let's watch Magnum P.I. Okay, you turn on its A-team for 48 minutes. Sure, I agree. I think this is kind of like when you watch your- reference. <laughs> Sorry. When you watch your favorite show and the next week they don't have a new episode because they're doing a crossover event with another show that you don't watch and you don't like, but you have to kind of watch it because you might miss something in the plot. Yeah. I just, you know, you can't come up with a good story for Boba Fett. Well, they had one going a good one. I thought, and I think a lot of this could be condensed down. Like, I think you could still show those things, but like, you know, the building of his, of Mandalorian's ship, that was way too long. Yeah. It was like this bonding thing between he and uh, Amy Sedakis's character. Sedaris. Sedaris, yeah. sorry. And, um, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. I'm tired. Yeah, the montage was too long. It was too long. And I think you could have just maybe shown a glimpse of that. And then, you know, he gets recruited by Fennec Shan. And then he says he's going to go visit. And I think you could still maybe have that scene, maybe a little shorter, where he's kind of observing, observing, observing. <laughs> I cannot use words tonight. Words be hard. Yeah, I'm tired. He, you know, you could kind of have him observing Grogu and his training and kind of making that decision of whether he actually visits or not, you know. And then that be that. He goes back to the Boba Fett story. Like, I think you could have taken those two episodes and put it in like five whole minutes, if not less. I would have been more satisfied if the show up to this point focused mostly on him and his time with the Tusken Raiders. I think that was for more Boba of, and the Tusken for Raiders. Boba Fett. Yeah. I think that was more of an interesting story. Yeah. And dynamic because I, I just, think it you know it's almost like he found a family and i think i alluded to that in the last time we talked about yeah. the show but yeah i don't know the yeah. boba fett show they don't know what the fuck they're doing huh. 
I mean, come on, man. Screenwriting 101. Angry about this. Thing. I am. It's yeah. like they're just going by. They're just like, hey, here's some Star Wars shit. They'll eat it up. Yeah. Who cares what the story is and the plot? And here are the Star Wars fans. <laughs> Give me more shit. <laughs> Sorry, I am getting mad about it. Wow. Okay. Shall I we think, move on? I think we shall. <laughs> Before your veins start popping. Oh, pop. <laughs> Moving on to Peacemaker. Um, episode four. Five, six? Six. Also episode six. Okay, that makes it easier. This is the one. This confirmed my theory, right? Yeah. Yeah, about, uh, I forgot his name, the head guy. Mern. Mern, yeah. How he is a butterfly. Yes. And I theorize, well, what if he's like a good butterfly who's trying to fight bad butterflies? And that's essentially what it is. Yeah. So, come on. Yep, good job. Thank you. You called it. <laughs> Yeah. But you had a lot of butterflies in this episode. Holy cow, yeah. Ugh. It's not like gruesome, but anytime you have that visual of like a, we'll say a, a para- parasite, parasite yeah. going into your body mm-hmm. and nestling in there. Ugh. So I think I'm, I got it right. When they take over a human, they effectively kill the human. Yeah. They're okay. just using the body as a host, essentially. Okay. They get all up in there and... So the lady cop, she's going to be dead whenever that butterfly is. Yeah. I wonder if they can remove it. Because we've always like seen under them shoot surgery. Them. Yeah. yeah. Or take this pill or inject this fluid and it dies and falls. I don't know. But then the person is already dead, though. I always thought. They, 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 they actually kind of go through that because they were upset with Mern for essentially killing someone. But then he revealed yeah. like. Trust me, I'm not happy about it either, but I tried to find the worst person in the world I could find. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and, I remember that part. Yeah, he in, he inhabited like a murderer's <clears throat> body or something. But but yeah, so Mern is a uh is a butterfly and uh a couple people on the in the crew know about it. Economo just doesn't want to even hear about it. He j- literally puts his fingers in his ears. Yeah. And so uh you know, you had uh uh, Peacemaker's dad get out of jail and he's suiting up as the uh, white dragon. He's yeah. going to go kill his son and probably spread a little racism all over the place uh-huh. on his way. I thought this was maybe kind of not as good an episode. Sure. Um, <clears throat> it was good in, as far as it was moving stuff forward quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. You know, we see that the butterflies are now going to be kicking ass and taking names. Um. But it was it was a little short on the wit and the snappiness sure. of it. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny, not funny, but a little bit funny how Chris Peacemaker was, he knew something was up and some, there's something they're not telling him. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just play that clip now. When were you going to give me that bit of information? What is going on? Oh, and I'm the asshole here for actually believing we're a fucking team. Everyone, get done what you need to get done. Leave at the break of dawn for Coverdale Ranch to kill the cow. And you thought they were going to reveal to him that Mern was a butterfly, but they didn't. And I wonder why. I don't know. But uh, I also thought it was funny when he was speaking at the children's school. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was good. And he gave them all nicknames. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, pregnant by 14, go yes. ahead or something. 
I thought it was uh I thought it was a little slower episode. I thought it was a lot of kind of time filling leading to something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it wasn't probably the best. And you know, that being said, it was still good. It was just a little sure. I wonder, and I'm I'm blurting this out before I forget. You know how they had the butterfly and they were doing the tap on the glass thing? Yeah. Him and, him and Vigilante. They were trying to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. And Vigilante kept asking, like, what's your favorite color? Yeah. Is it teal? And I don't know why, but I was thinking, I wonder if that's going to come back. Well, yeah. I mean, he did come back with kind of a, a comeback line last week when he was like, and we didn't even get to find out if its favorite color was teal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder if that's going to come on the last episode or two yeah and it's revealed like you know if you wear, show the color teal to a butterfly they they start seizing or something or mm. their eyes melt off i don't know yeah i just wonder if that'll come back maybe i'm not overthinking that but maybe i thought the captain you know he's like the buddy of Mern. yes i thought he was already a butterfly i thought so too you know so i was a little surprised when those butterflies attacked the police station that they in infested him absolutely same because when he was perched over the the bodies in the woods he was he was like act sad you know yeah and so i thought he was already a butterfly because they have a hard time you know uh, showing human facial emotions mm-hmm. they kind of they kind of go through that when um uh detective song kind of yeah. is talking to her partner you know, she's like, she's trying to smile. She's trying to smile. Yeah. And she's like, it doesn't matter how many, how many bodies, you know, they yeah. invade. It's different for everyone. Kind yeah. Of. But, it's still hard or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I thought he was a butterfly. I guess he was just some like, you know, uh, gun for hire that Mern knew. Yeah. Maybe so. But, um, I guess. Yeah, he's a butterfly now. I guess so. So now the now he's public enemy number one. Peacemaker is. Yep. And I'm hoping this like I don't want to kill anybody thing is temporary. Like I think you want to kind of based on Suicide Squad, like he was kind of a a ruthless you know killer when they went through that jungle scene. I think it's going to come down to where he has to kill his father. Yeah, I think or so too. Or be killed. There's definitely got it. Like this show can't get away with them, him and his father not having some big confrontation. Well, that and it would just be kind of the, you know, ultimate internal struggle for him that he's he's been dealing with this whole time. Yeah. You know, I thought it was really sweet. He he's playing Motley Crue's "Home Sweet Home" on the piano. Yeah. And massive fingers like good job playing the piano john cena because i don't know how you do that with massive fingers like that (laughs) yeah no and i told you i I literally saw that morning that we watched it some quick article about how john cena is a pretty good piano player and he's self-taught yeah so good for him with them big chubby sausages (laughs) but uh yeah another good episode just not the best sure for peacemaker and yep I don't know if I'm if I'm one of those guys. I'm walking around with like, you know, like a fencing mask on and some cover, some protection for my bunghole and all that. I so don't they wanna, can't get up so in your body. Up in there. Yeah. yeah. Ew. Owie. This, this was, was funny when they were all converted 
you know, the detectives, the captain and the prisoners, and they were all walking out in slow motion. They yeah. all had that kind of weird smile. With the blood. With the blood. Yeah. And the, the captain had like, oh my God, that was like kind of scary. I know. He had like a, almost a joker with yeah. no face paint sm smile on his face. But yeah, that was kind of freaky. Yeah. Good stuff though. Yep. Uh, anything else on either Boba Fett or Peacemaker there, Jody? No, I'll stick them out if I, I'm in it this far. Yeah, you there's know. only one more Boba Fett. Yeah. For this season, but well, well, they better tie it all in, or I'm out for next season. Maybe. We'll I see. doubt. I doubt they're going to finish it up to no, a place but... where I'm kind of like, okay, all right, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> they would be surprising you if they did, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. Fair enough. Damn Boba Fett show. Yeah! <laughs> But uh, Grogu, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, Grogu can wait until Mandalorian season three. I know, but people are eating I know, it up. I know, but a goddamn Grogu. Oh, Focus how can you not? That's going to do it for us. Make sure you follow us or uh, uh, give us a good review. Subscribe to the show, please. Helps us out. Share, tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter at Mary W. Chans. Until next time, my name is Moose. And I'm Jody. And we're Married with Channels. Bye. Bye. Bye.